Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood, along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan. It is 100 seconds to midnight. I'm Chris, and I'm wild, and I'm free. I'm Spencer, and I'm going to use the elemental spell Metamagic Feet to cast Reigns of Ice. And I'm Tepper. Uh, this week we'll be watching Reign of Fire, directed by Rob Bowman, released in 2002. Uh, this film takes place uh, between 2008 and 2020, unless you go by the original previews, which said it was in 2084. Uh, Chris brought this movie to us this week. Why? Oh, Jesus Christ. So, Tepper, Tepper already knows a bit about this movie. You guys have all, like, intuited something from either the, you know, images you've seen or whatever. This movie came out when I was 13, 12, 13, and uh, it was built in a lab to, like... Uh, it it gave me such a boner, and the 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 feeling. My hypothesis for this movie is that everyone was involved had their dick in their hand the entire time. It was like, fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we're trying something here uh, while everyone's trapped at home. Uh, we're going to be doing Never End, The World is Ending, where we're watching apocalypse movies for some amount of time, either until people get to go outside again, or until people tell us to stop doing this, or whatever. Yeah, or, you know, until the world ends. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I mean, that's the easy out. Like, that's, I pray for that day, so I can just stop making this podcast. <laughs> I mean, podcasts are definitely going to be the currency in our our uh, apocalypse, though. Like, yep, that's that's an easy, obvious answer in our current how world. Many, I don't how know. many JPEGs for that toilet paper? <laughs> actually, actually, this brings me to like an aside question for you guys. What's your favorite like post-apocalyptic like scenario? Like, like so, like so. For example, one of my favorites is uh, Metro, where they use like bullets and stuff as uh, currency. And are like hanging out in the subway uh, system of uh, Moscow, but like, what are some of your favorites? I really like the Fallout universe. It was, it's probably the it was one of the first and definitely one of the ones that I've been most into for a post-apocalyptic uh, setting. It's a lot of dumb things going on there, but it's usually fun. Um, there's a game called Hellgate London. Oh, uh, that, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, give me religious plus, like, fighting demons with, like, uh, you know, chainswords or whatever. I'm on board for that 100%. I think also Fallout. I'm just trying to think of what other post-apocalypse things. Oh, like Mad Max or... Yeah. Yeah. You can get kind of the environmentalist ones, like your Nausicaas or whatever. Yeah. Arguably Terminator. Yeah, like it's definitely, well, like depending on, yeah, overall, it is a post-apocalyptic world. Yeah, you yeah. got zombies, it's, it's, you got aliens, robots. Yeah. yeah, I've watched a lot of zombie movies. I guess probably zombies then are, are my favorite. A particular flavor of zombies? Um, I'm not like quite a zombie traditionalist, but like I do like like slow plotting zombies that like... 
the the idea that that any individual zombie isn't the problem it's a lot of zombies or if you don't notice them yeah right because it, it's then incumbent on you to like be aware and be vigilant and not fall prey yeah because like when zombies can run Eh, I don't I don't really get it. Like the idea is supposed to be like if you open a door and you see zombies, you can like close the door and probably get away unless you turn around and the zombies followed in behind you. Mm, yeah. Right? Like you should almost always be able to just straight up outrun zombies. Yeah. Well, I like I I like the mix usually. Like I like when it is it's like okay, like there is something that is making people feral and slowly de- de- like decompose so like at the start they just have like animalistic instincts so they are just gonna run at you but eventually they are gonna start slowing down as their muscles are literally falling off yeah i I like how uh 28 days later like handled it where they go like yeah this thing is extremely deadly for like two weeks and then everyone dies because uh, like all the zombies die because they just waste away Mm -hmm. um unless you're in canada Gotta watch out for those frost <laughs> zombies. Uh, but yeah, generally, like, like I'm a huge fan of Resident Evil, so when it comes to zombie movies, I tend to lean like on the okay, yeah, there's slow zombies, but there's also like things with giant claws that run really fast, and like all sorts of other like bugs with like hooked claws, and like just like all like a whole mix of different things that really want to murder you. I just think then it moves from being like zombies to being monsters yeah like, like a left for dead kind of situation which is like i'm not gonna like i, I don't care about who this genre is i'm just saying like that's kind of what i, I oh like for sure into. it's just that like a lot of what i like about zombie movies like the the zombie post-apocalypse specifically is the idea that like i am more fit than these things unless i let my guard down yeah Ooh. I got a sleeper one for you guys. What about vampires? Ooh. Like that Paul Bettany movie, Priest? Is that... We a... need to watch Priest. That's a vampire apocalypse. Because we, yeah, yeah. we, were, we were talking about that, I feel like a month or two ago, it came up in conversation. Well, because we were talking about Underworld and yes. like that aesthetic of... Yes, yeah. Because yeah. I was going to say, like, it's rare to have a vampire apocalypse. Like, typically that isn't what a movie is. Well, okay, because so, there was priests. There was another one where, like, va- vampires... So, I can't remember the name of it. Vampires it was Rule like vampire the World. Blood Conspiracy one? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one where they ro- rule the world in the way to not be a vampire anymore is to get caught on fire by the sun, but then, like, land in a pool? <laughs> Spencer, you okay? <laughs> oh. No, seriously, like, legitimately, the, the movie that I'm thinking of where, like, Vampire Apocalypse is Society is Vampires... They have like humans in pods. They're yeah, running yeah. out of yeah, humans. Yeah. I, I can't like, remember the name. And of then Hawk it turns out that like one guy, like they have like cars with blacked out windshields and stuff. Yes. And this guy's like driving during the day, and he like crashes, and he goes flying through the windshield, and he's all like, "Fuck, I'm on fire because of the sun!" But then he lands in a lake, and then he's like, "Not only am I not on fire because lake, I'm not vampire because lake." <laughs> Third act. What? Which I have no I can't remember the of. name of that movie because I remember they keep humans in pods and like harvest their blood. Uh-huh. Yeah, like that but was I can't. I remember you have coffee and you put little bits of blood in it. That's definitely the so only like, movie I, I, I haven't watched it. I just saw mind. the trailers for it. Yeah, I've not seen it either. Oh my god! That, 
that was the movie that came to mind when I thought of a vampire apocalypse. Yeah, same. Okay. It's uh, we're watching that movie what for movie sure. Is it? It's I not tr- at all an apocalypse movie. It's like a what happens if our oh. food goes bad, oh, but then yeah, it turns it out that is. we were the problem all along. Regard, like it's sure. almost a veiled advocacy for vegetarianism. <laughs> yeah, all right, if you can figure out what it's called, we can watch that at some point. I'm sure that if I Google the movie where it turns out that you can stop being a vampire because of a lake, I mean, you could probably <laughs> just find the movie. you could probably just like search <laughs> Not uh, vampire and like human blood sack. Yep. <laughs> mm, yeah, true, true. Don't check it. Yeah, I was just say don't check we will images. Find this movie. Like. I, I, I'm I'm going to plant my flag here right now. Probably by the time we're done watching the movie, I will have the title of this film. <laughs> yeah, uh, so no one else here has seen the movie. Uh, Tepper, you've, you, you've seen pieces. So I watched, like, part of this movie, because, like, this movie was one of those ones that just gets kind of played on cable at random points. I can't remember what channel or whatever, but, like, just, like, would come on. And, like, my mom always, like, kind of has the TV going and will, like, watch random movies um well she's like doing other stuff so i think like yeah like rain of fire came on and i watched yeah. like the last 30 minutes of it uh chris are you the only person here who's seen yeah, the movie yeah yeah so i saw dude with axe doing the like, jump oh man. i just <laughs> which wanna... Explain, I mean, I don't want to spoil so it. Me but like, this, this was when yeah. I like—I thought my thing was wearing a visor, so I would have been wearing like a visor, maybe upside down. I had a tech deck. I had fucking board shorts, and and this came out, and I was like, finally, a movie for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I saw, yeah, like the last thirty minutes of this movie. The last thirty minutes were a lot of fun. It was, like, a cool movie. It's probably the coolest part of the movie. The, the, um, they do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The jump, the guy jumping has stuck with me for a while for many reasons. Uh, <laughs> how, he, how he deals with the dragon at the end was, like, all right, too. Um, and the scene with the, like, military convoy and the dragon in the sky. And, like, man, they used a lot of bullets. Wasn't enough, though. <laughs> Uh, that whole sequence was neat, and that's about everything I've seen. And then I maybe saw like a little bit where when the uh, guy with the axe first shows up, and the main character is looking at him through a sniper scope. The, and, the like, fact that that's no it. one has said who the actors in this movie are yet is amazing. I can't wait to get into this. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was gonna say like I was very surprised to read the actors' names when I was looking up the poster. Well, when this movie came out, these people were, like, new, and now they are, like, fucking royalty. Yeah. Yeah, I realized that, like, after. It's like, oh, I guess it was, like, it was, a little, it was almost 20 years ago, so. Yeah, I, I, for the longest time, I never cared about, like, what actors were in what movie. It's only, like, more recently where I pay any kind of attention to that. Um... At the time I was watching this, like I, I can't fucking remember who who it was, um, and um, I wouldn't have cared. This poster, this version of the poster, does not say their names. I mean, it might in the lower text, probably. Yeah, but um, yeah. So that'll be so it'll be exciting. The only other version I saw, but I think it was like the DVD release. It's just their faces, pretty much. 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're now showing the poster to Tepper. Uh, you already know what the movie's about pretty much, but please describe the poster and uh, feel free to ignore the tie. It was the best version of the poster <laughs> by far. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. So this poster in Thai says, I, I don't know what it says. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's just like uh, fight fire with fire. Um, at the bottom just says rain of fire. Uh, 13th of September. I, I'm not going to say who the actors are yet, but holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that's a cast, all right. Like, I. Yeah. Oh, fuck, look at the helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. <laughs> God damn it. So, um. Now I'm gonna actually describe the poster itself, which is, uh, uh, burning skies, dragons fucking flying everywhere. There's two attack helicopters, probably Apaches in the back. Um. London is on fire. Uh, there's like a giant kind of explosion going off behind it, like uh, like Big Ben and stuff. Uh, this poster's rad. Like, okay, dragons are cool as fuck. There's a reason why they keep showing up in our media. There's a reason why every fucking fantasy setting has dragons of some kind. They're cool. All right, end of story. Um... I feel like there's a real lack of movies, like live action movies with dragons. This movie, I only saw 30 minutes, kind of fills that niche. I'm looking forward to actually watching it and like in one sitting all the way through. Um, I really hope it's good because like guy, guys with modern military equipment against dragons. Also another very cool thing. Uh, I really want this movie to be good. Okay, I want to draw attention to a few things on this poster. Yeah. There are actually four attack helicopters. Yes, I was going to say, there are four helicopters. That is actually Elizabeth Tower featuring Big Bennett, uh, the bell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so oh, I see the other two. How many actual oh. unique dragon silhouettes do you think there are yeah, on here? And how yeah. many of them do you think are just copy and paste and flipped or rotated? There's definitely three or four. Yeah. Because, like, those helicopters... Absolutely, it is the same two helicopters, <laughs> I mean, or possibly even the same one helicopter. Yeah, they're just like just like mirror, It's just mirrored on the other side, and yeah, yeah. So and like, I'm just imagining the scene where the guy goes like, click, 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 dragons, and like every time he clicks, it's just like a different random dragon. He goes, "Is that enough dragons? No, click, 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 dragons. Enough dragons? Probably a few yes. more dragons. There's a fuckload of dragons on this thing. Yeah. Like, wait, which also like yeah, brings dozens. me back to like. Um, apocalypse movie set in in England slash London, like we were talking, like I was talking about, like Twenty Eight Days Later earlier, and like I feel like this movie falls into that same thing of like, what if we just like fucked up London, mm-hmm. and like England as a whole, rest of the world we don't care about them, but yes, there are two more uh, helicopters by in the way in the background. Yeah, and according to IMDb, there are Augusta Westland AW109s, which are known for their speed. Hmm. Good for fighting dragons, I bet. Or running from dragons, at the very least. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you have any plot predictions, Tepper? Um, well, like I said, I, I already know kind of like how he kills the dragon. 
and I know what happens to one of the characters. <laughs> um, it's if I remember correctly, some because like I don't want to like I basically know the plot. I don't want to spoil it for okay, the people who haven't okay. seen it, so I'm not going to predict anything because I know like it would just be me reading out the plot. Uh, so I will say nothing. Uh, actually, maybe like the people who haven't seen the movie, like you have plot predictions. I mean, I think some guy with a helicopter is going to piss off a dragon, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Important plot detail. Uh, Humans are going to try to take London and or the world back from dragons. I don't know why there are dragons. I don't know why there is a human villain, but I know there is. You know what? I'm going to take the under on that over. I'm going to say dragons are going to try and take back the world from humans. (laughs) (laughs) These are not mutually exclusive. It's true. We could rule this world together, humans. <laughs> or we could just fight to the death. So I think I might just be calling it like um, Shauna style at this point, being like, I don't care what the world thinks, because I'm pretty sure the world thinks this movie's bad. This movie is good. Like, <laughs> okay. in every way that a thing could be, could be good, it is good. <laughs> okay. Like, I know what you mean, so... Every way you say... So, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes. Oh, uh, it's so good. I like that movie. There's I will defend that it. movie. It's a, it's a great movie. Yeah, I like that movie. No, too. no, no. Uh, I'm just saying, like, I've talked to other people, and also, like, the audience at large seems to go, like, that's a bad movie. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> like, it is, it is, it is good. Yeah, like, when a movie does everything it wants to do, d- depending on what it wants to do. Like, that tends to be a good movie. Well, and, like, that aesthetic is so good. All right. We'll see you after the film. P.S. The movie's called Daybreakers, and it occurs in 2019. What do we do when we wake? Keep all eyes on the sky. What do we do when we sleep? Keep one eye on the sky. What do we do when we see him? Dig hard, dig deep, deep, run run for shelter, shelter, and never look back. And we're back. So, what did everyone think? Holy shit. Kino. Fuck yeah. Absolute Kino. do not at all understand why people thought that movie was bad. That was awesome. Uh, mediocre like, is the review of like oh, okay. it and everything associated with it is mediocre, which I could not disagree with more. No, it's it's perfect. Like any time where they're like, man, what if we like spent a while talking about shit between people? They were like, alarm, alarm, alarm. They're like, there's a fucking dragon. And yeah. I'm like, this is the perfect time to interrupt the exposition with time to fight another dragon. It happened every single time. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah, no, the, this movie, um, within the very small genre of, like, dealing, like, I guess, like, monster movies slash, like, dealing with dragon movies, th- this ranks really high. Like, the, the pacing is good, the set design is good, the acting, like, it hit nails the mark, like... It was pretty good. And, like, I guess there wasn't much character development, but, like, it did not seem like that mattered to the movie. Yeah. You know what I don't give a fucking shit about in a monster movie? Character. 
Yeah. Like, it started out with, like, this is a guy who wants the people to be safe and hates dragons. And then another guy showed up and he's like, I hate dragons, but different than you. And they, like, clashed over that for a while. And then, like, they both, like, you know, grabbed each other's fists, like the meme, and were like, let's kill the dragon together. And then did that. And that was the end of the movie. Yeah. You're you're ripped. I'm ripped. Let's go, like, fight a dragon. Huh. It is basically Predator. It's, if you know, global predators. Yeah. It's basically the same movie. The... Honestly, when did that movie come out? 2002. 2002. Okay. For a 20-year-old movie, that the effects were remarkably good. Yes. The, the dragons looked all right. The first dragon looked really bad. All of the other dragons looked very good. Yeah. And, like, the dragon cloud looked cheesy. Yes. Dragon cloud. When they, when they went to London and there was just, like, oh, loads of dragons. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I didn't see that at all. Like you can you can kind of tell that like it's not it's not two dozen fully rendered three D dragons yeah. flying around. Yeah. Uh, but but like the, the the main dragon like all the uh, singular dragons were excellent. Like like when it like rears up in the finale, it's like yeah, yeah no, like the, looks good, man. The very first mm-hmm. one when it's like attacking the elevator shaft looked a little bad, but the rest looked quite good. Well, there are definitely holes. Like, it is, you know, 20-year-old CGI, but oh, for 20-year-old yeah, yeah. C- Like, we've seen other movies that were out after that that yeah. didn't look as look good. Look way worse. Uh, well, yeah. well, and, it's just and, interesting that I noticed, like, a surprising disparity in quality of literally the same dragon earlier in the film than later in the film. Hmm. But, like, I, I felt like all the main parts where they're like, no, like, really look at this dragon looked fine. Like there, there's nothing where I went like, "Ooh, that hasn't aged well." Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. For a twenty year, like normally when I watch twenty year old movies now, I'm used to seeing at least one or two shots where I go like, "Oof." Yeah. Like that's some real Windows NT level CGI guys. Like, yeah. Like even in like Lord of the Rings and stuff, occasionally there are scenes where you go like, "I remember when I saw this the first time. I thought this looks perfect, and I can see now." the cracks that they were paving, like, that they were paving, right? Yeah, uh, Matrix has a few things, too, where it's like, hmm. Exactly. And, like, when you watch The Matrix, you're not like, this This ruins the movie no. for me. But there was a bunch of shots where you see it and you go, like, yup, that's some, that's some real CGI right there, well, guys. Especially The Matrix 3. Like, mm-hmm. that one's just, mm-hmm. that one just turns into a video game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in more ways than one. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, this was pretty entertaining. I was a little bored for a bit of it. I felt like there could have been another dragon fight. I really wish the dragon divers had gotten to do a successful dragon takedown. Yeah, that would have been nice. I think, I think the, yeah, the pacing of it is a little weird um, because it's like it builds very well up to that first dragon fight. And then it just kind of starts to, like, chase its own tail and kill characters, like, willy-nilly uh, it, until yeah, like, like it, it all go- that's left is our main characters. It, it goes steady uh, up until, yeah, that, and then it just, like, goes into a full tilt sprint. Like, it's like, okay, we've only got, um, like, an hour to go, so how many things can we stuff into that hour? And they yeah. just move from piece to piece to piece, and, like... 
I could have used two more scenes. I think. I think. I think I could have used the scene where they like the rad army men go up against the super dragon and don't just get totally fucked. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I don't know, like you know, that, something like that. If that sequence was like extended, that would have been nice. If we'd at least seen the harpoon get shot, so they had tr- had made any real attempt. Yeah, like what was their plan otherwise? They were going to get into the city. They weren't expecting to be attacked outside the city. Yeah, basically, and like they got attacked like, in a worse possible net spot. Guys, what, what if the net guys had like successfully landed the dragon, and they were like going up to kill it, and it like got out, and it like extended that scene that way? Do you think that would have been like? Yeah, uh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, like like just something would have been good. Like like that that scene needed a little bit of extension. It just kind of was like, and now it kills all the army guys, and it's like, uh, all right. I just think that like if we'd had another whole dragon fight by the last dragon fight, I would have been like, I get it. We right? fight like dragons. I feel like that was the right amount of dragon fights. Like we fought one where, like I don't, I, I I don't know. I feel like um I was on the precipice of being tired of like hey look is another dragon and then they were like but that's the end of the movie and I was like okay cool cool I'm good with that <laughs> yeah, I guess like- we were expecting different things and that's because I was looking at the movie poster that has like thirty fucking dragons on it and also four helicopters for no reason. <laughs> Yeah, four, three helicopters more than were in the movie. Yeah, yeah. there's only one helicopter, and like all of guys. which were like, like Tepper pointed out, like Apaches, which is just not even like maybe the one on the poster is the actual helicopter that's in the movie, but three of those are. Wait, there's oh, there's actually f- six. This is probably just a different cut of this poster, but there is actually this has less dragons and more helicopters. This, okay, so this like non-tie version that I just found. Correct me if I'm wrong. I I might be mistaken about this. Okay. But like helicopters. Yes. Like liter per mile, which is okay. a okay. bad metric okay. to I, I, conversion. Uh, just to like stop you for you and start. Um, the logistics of that convoy, I'm glad the movie didn't even try to justify it because yeah. that is unjustifiable. Um, but, but they also said right at the beginning, we're almost out of fuel. Yeah. Like that was that was the entire that was how they opened the gate to this character being in the movie was him saying, so like I can drive up to your front door, but like not a whole lot farther. And then they're like, but what if we flew a helicopter around the whole time? And I'm like, I, uh." I, 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 (laughs) because this movie's obviously like it's like they fight dragons. um, (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I appreciate that this movie just went by like rule of cool for this stuff of like tanks and vehicles and helicopters work right up until we decide it's not cool that they do um yeah yeah because also they they said that they like took a military like jumbo jet to get to this country and then like lost it which cost him most of his fuel yeah most of his men and fuel um it seems like it would be all the men or none of the men but yeah but but like yeah like if we were to go by like the logistics of this like no especially like tanks or gas guzzlers especially modern tanks mm-hmm. uh that that thing would not be going very far <laughs> uh without a good good supply line uh that's and that's good not even there isn't much of an england to get covered yeah and that's not even including like needing to do maintenance on those things uh that's why like i just like i said like rule of cool i don't give a fuck it's cool yeah. They they stopped for maintenance. That castle had everything they needed. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Like I, uh, having seen the last thirty minutes, uh, and like knowing that it was mostly going to be one on one dragon fights, I was totally fine with the amount of dragon fights in this movie. The one, if I was like to add something to this movie, 
I would say like an extended sequence with the convoy versus the dragon, uh, or having the um, the archangels work once mm-hmm. uh, would be yeah, cool. Yeah, I would have liked I would have liked the convoy to have put up a little bit more of a fight. Yeah, like but- I know that it was important for him to be able to say one pass. It took one pass, and that was it. Yeah, but like I would have I would have liked. Yeah. some representation that they have experience fighting dragons. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. Like, it would yeah. have been really good if they successfully took down that first dragon and then they actually, like, launched against the male and, like, maybe got it to the ground and then it just, like, incinerated everyone. Yeah. Hell, yeah. Or at least shoot it with the harpoon. Yes. Yeah. And then it's all, like, ah! and fires them all. And then he's all, like, one pass, and that's where the harpoon went. Yeah, yeah. um... But, like, even that's, like, such a minor issue to me. Like, I just, I enjoyed this movie. I was never really bored with this movie. Uh, it went from scene to scene really well. Like, you could say, like, it went way too fast. But, like, did that never bothered me in this movie. Like, this is a movie I kind of no. want to go fast. Because, like, I don't care about the characters. I don't care about them developing the characters. We got our archetypes. We've got tough military man. You know, we've got the the savvy pilot. We've got survival man like uh working survival man um yeah you know like we, we get that he'll kill him yeah and, and like we <laughs> we know what all these characters represent we know what they're good at that's all i need to know oh like um i, w- I will say that when the two military return to the castle and like get them out of their like uh bunker yeah i wasn't looking at the screen so i couldn't tell you which of the which of them uh, basically apologized to the other saying they were right. Matthew McConaughey apologized to yeah. Christian. I, yeah. Amer- yeah. American hero to English hero. But, like, they were both right. <laughs> yeah. Like, it could have gone either way. Because, like, it's everyone but no one important betrayed Bale by, like, leaving to join this army. And that got them all killed, but it also just got everyone that Bale cares about killed because it just knew where their castle was and came straight to them. Yes. Which is confusing. Well, they they said it earlier where it goes like 90 people went to London, they all died, and then it followed them, followed their tra- their like trail back to their uh, yeah, castle they, and they burned them. Uh, you right. Yeah. Do you want to know what I think I wanted in terms of character development? Like the one thing. What? I wish Christian Bale had been given like three minutes to explain to helicopter pilot lady that the reason he wants to keep all these people alive is because he's traumatized by the death of his mother and Mm. the dragon. He's too strong of a man to say any of those things. Yeah. It's just like, it's clear that his, especially with the scene at the end where he's like returning to the place where the dragon's from and it's all like, oh, right, maybe I have PTSD for a moment. And then they're like, come on. And he's like, fuck, right, I don't need PTSD. Uh, I wonder if my mom's skeleton's in this cage. That's what I was more curious about. He's so adamant about like what he's doing. Like, he's so like, no, my job is to keep these people alive at all costs. Um, that's where, like, I would have liked a little bit of explanation about, like, hey, the, like, I as the audience can infer that that's why, but, like, just a little bit of, like, no, the reason this means so much to me is because I've already lost someone really important to me to a dragon, so I don't want to lose anyone else. And I would have been like, yeah, no, that's what I figured, but, like, thank you for telling me. I mean, that's, that's everyone's story, though. This has been going on for 12 years. Everyone has that story. It would have been interesting if they showed, like, a shot of his mom's corpse in the elevator. 
I thought we were going to get a skeleton for yeah, sure. Yeah, so Same. did he? Did it just, like, rattle the elevator slightly and she died? Like, I, I think missed... she... Interesting question. I mean... I do not know what she died from. <laughs> I, I, she died from dragon proximity. I guess she, she shielded him from it? Like, it's, well, um, it's, it's like Well, it's got some Diva's kind of fort ult... save, like, um, <laughs> you know, like, It just draws attack. out rays. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and the first thing it touches ends the effect. I mean, so his mom absorbed all the dragon presence. Turns out dragons are big, heavy creatures, and like humans are fragile. She probably got tossed into the cage, hit her head, and died of blunt force trauma. But like I, I, I don't know why we're dwelling why on this. Why not him too? Just because she wasn't was protecting him. I think it was plot. It was plot force drama. Yeah, <laughs> that's very good. Um, yeah, true, true. Yeah, like, like, it's just, like, there was, like, she had a couple scrapes on her head, but that definitely wasn't from the dragon. It was just, like, not clear how she died, or why it, like, wouldn't just immolate them and eat their ashes, because apparently that's all it wants to do. Well, it also wants I guess to the eat part dragons. that bothered me is, like, the real answer should be she shielded him from the fire, so she should have just seemed burned. Yeah, yes. that, that would have been fine. That would have been more clear. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I thought it was super clear how she died and why she died. Like I I don't know how this gave you guys any trouble. Well, then then tell us how she died. <laughs> I I literally just did. The dragon You know so much about justice. Uh, tell us. <laughs> Does justice come from the gods? Uh the dragon was crawling up the shaft. It stepped on the elevator. She hit her head and she died. Like I don't know what's so tough about this. Because you, that's not what you had said previously in time. That's its literally what I said. I think that's exactly what he said. <laughs> Those, yeah. It isn't 100% of the words you had said. You said it in a more clear way this time. Oh, okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> getting back to the fun parts of the movie that actually matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, um, I love the set look of this. Like, this movie is... Um, like, a lot of the sets capture the post-apocalyptic feel, but without being... Um, l- l- lacking life, if you know what I mean. Like, like these people are going on with their life; they're having fun, but also like you struggling. Mean the castle, to sp- yeah, yeah, like the castle and the camp that they have outside the the castle and everything, like all looked really cool. Honestly, do you want to know what it reminded me of a lot? Like aesthetically, is a lot of World War Two movies. Yeah. Like the like very muted color palette and the way that like everything is meant to look like dirty and like covered in dirt that has been kicked up for some reason yeah yeah i mean guys this is a movie about a like uh an english person and uh it's yeah it's an allegory for world war ii I, I, that's yeah. what i was gonna say is this like this like really... a polish a polish pilot and uh american like yeehaw hero and like a working class british guy in like bombed out london oh for I, sure. i was gonna say i'm pretty sure that's just what england looks like it's it's dreary and everything's covered in dust. <laughs> like you just go there and your eyes like color palette becomes desaturated. <laughs> um but yeah, Chris, that's what I was gonna say is like this has like heavy allegory to the London Blitz and like the bombing of British cities. Uh like that same kind of like we need to survive attitude and like don't take too much for yourself or a community, like it, it stiff upper lip, that kind of thing. Um but no, I like the look of this the the castle. Uh, one of the standout scenes for me actually was the play sequence, yeah, which was like a was lot of fun. Good. Like where they like yeah. reenact Star Wars, but like that whole room has a really cool look to it. Like the murals on the wall and like all the kids, uh, and that's what I mean. Like this movie isn't like st- um too cynical. Like it goes like yeah, like we need to survive and like living is harsh, but 
we can also have a little bit of fun. I also like how much they they like emphasis they put on the fact that there are children as a part of their community mm. and they have to like and they're like realistic children. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they freak out and they need to be told like calming rhetoric. Yep. <laughs> to, to be managed. Well, like and like new mantras and like another one is like when the kid's holding onto the wall and he's like he's like, Come on, come on, and then finally he's like, Stop grabbing the wall grab onto me and like finally like snaps her out and picks her up and like leaves and they do like head counts and there are uh, a lot of christian bale like that was one of those real christian bale moments like how does christian, christian bale, bale got get... to be the hero yeah i scream <laughs> yelling will fix all my problems okay legitimately i really want to know what the crossbow bolts are for like, like I, I don't get the impression for shooting that... dragons. Yeah, I don't. But... Holy shit, you guys! No, no, but seriously, like, did... How... when did the manufacturing capacity break down? Because if you're telling me that those fuckers in that castle have the ability to make magnesium-tipped C4 crossbow bolts, they, they, have a chemical they don't. They don't have the chemical refining capacity. Yeah, no, they did have a chemical engineer. That that is true. He died, though. Yeah. That's why they only had two bolts. So that's why they've got four? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it might have been, like, the military guys, but they did say it came from the armory. No, because yeah, so no, like, because it, it, he, no, explained... he had them. The military guy did? I, but I think so. Yeah, he yeah, said, because he, could, he said he could... took them from the armory. Well, he said two crossbows. He's like, this is armory. what I could salvage from the armory. But he also explains what they are to Christian Bale, and assuming they came from the armory, Christian Bale's character would have already known what they are. Yeah, maybe he's a hands-off so, leadership. I, I, so like, Look, my... Christian yeah, Christian Bale is clearly a manager. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my, my like feeling is, and what I got from the movie is, is that the military guy had them with them, and that they probably made them... Yeah, because he didn't kill list dragon. them no. in the, like, these are the things I have right. from the armory. He just mentions the crossbow lift. bolts. He doesn't mention the tips. And no, he's he like, just says crossbows. He doesn't say shit about it. No, no, no. Oh, he, yeah. he actually does say, I've got explosive tip crossbow bolts. Yes, he yeah. does. But he doesn't mention the tips. So I'm thinking it's the military guys who, who had them. And they... No, no, no. He absolutely mentions the tips. 100%. Because oh. I remember going like, oh, that's a, that's a Chekhov's gun. Okay. Okay. Well, no way. he doesn't specify if they're the exact same ones that he has later, but presumably they are. They all are. right. I yeah. think we should go to the tapes. <laughs> I don't remember this at all. This is a contentious episode. It's very offhanded because he's like two rifles, two crossbows, cr- uh, and like three, four bolts, explosive tips. With explosive tips. Yeah, it's very like trails off for that part. A for magical some ring that glows when orcs are near. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the kind of thing that I would want to kill with an explosive crossbow bolt. Dragons. Um, dragons? I, I... Holy fucking Christ. Okay. <laughs> I hear you. But, like, legitimately, I guess the question okay, is... Okay, so, the fun to me about part the of the movie of this... that doesn't involve fucking crossbow bolts. <laughs> Jesus fuck, guys. <laughs> oh, man. Also, they man. nuked the planet. Where's all the radiation? <laughs> They explicitly say, is this from the nukes? And they're like, nah. <laughs> Dragons, man. Yeah, they didn't nuke London. I mean, seems like they should have. See, it sounds like they nuked somewhere. They nuked places. Yeah, not sure where. I assume that's when, in, in the intro, they're like, we're fighting, they, they fought the fire with fire, or we decided to shoot fire at them, and then we saw the earth burning. I... 
I usually assume that when I see the Earth burning, that's an allegory for nuclear weapons. Well, they did say they like like it. They did nuke. Like we saw. I don't the... know if they're necessarily nukes. He said bo- like oh, okay. he said f- he kept saying fire. Like it could have yeah. just been bombs. You know, like whatever they the earth humans bad dragons bad but humans even more bad i, I, I don't even get don't the give f- me I, i'm pretty sure matthew mcconaughey said like because when they were like in the village they're like could this have been done by and was this done by the nukes no no he says it was dragons that, that was when they were in the convoy going toward london because they everything's right burned but like and one twisted. guy says was this the nukes and the other guy goes nah bro uh, no I, I was agreeing with you i was just saying it wasn't in the village okay. it was on the road um <laughs> but like I don't even get, like, a human's bad vibe from it. It was just kind of like we were put in a really shitty position where there's fucking dragons everywhere. And turns out ICBMs and nukes are pretty good at dealing with large amounts of things we don't like. Which Um, turns out to mainly be humans. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently not successful against dragons. I I mean, successful, but, like, dragons breed faster than you can kill them. Unless you kill the one. Yes. Unless you kill the single male dragon. So clearly they didn't bomb London, or he was on an international tour when they bombed London. You guys have raised an interesting question for me, though. Um, does this movie have a moral? Like, does this movie have a message at all? It's because, like, Ooh. when you're like, "Is this movie about humans bad?" Like, I don't. No. I don't think this movie's about anything. I uh, yeah. This movie's about like, killing dragons. Morally. Yeah. This movie's about yeah. It's dragons about killing dragons. And yeah. Shits. Yeah. And, like, weirdly big-name actors yes. <laughs> killing yes. dragons and tanks. Yeah, I mean, like, a l- most of them, anyways, before they were getting big, but... Because there's no, like, we dug too greedily and too deep message. No. They're just like, no, we were building a train and we found the dragon, like, f- fuck us, I guess. Yeah, like, like the, the minor message, I would say, is just, like, community and teamwork helps you overcome challenges, but, like that's not even like the movie's not even really pushing that it's just kind of naturally happens through the narrative like yeah yeah no like the characters learn that i guess but i don't think the movie's trying to tell us that do you know what i mean no yeah yeah no and and that's kind of what i mean is is like the movie's not pushing a message like that's the closest thing to a message i saw in the movie yeah i don't don't think this movie wants us to believe anything yeah which is like fine it's not trying to Oh, yeah. No, it's great. It just mm-hmm. wants us to see the dragons and see them die. And I go, like, Hell okay. Yeah. But, like, do you have any propaganda for me? And it goes, like, nah. I want, like, 12 more movies. Like, I feel like they tied it up in a little bow for no reason. Like, you could have done so much more with this. Like, just the idea of, like, people fortifying in different, like, castles and landmarks and shit. I like... mean, I was expecting it to, like, zoom in on the dragon egg that he pulled out of the dragon for no reason at the end. Oh, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, that nowhere. was just, I guess, like, confirming... What the guy Matthew had McConaughey's said. they're all female theory? Yeah. Or, or like, the guy gets a, like, good look up close at a dragon. I'm not sure if he's ever had the chance to really, like, look at a dragon corpse before. Maybe he just wants omelets tonight. Yeah. I assume he has never seen a dragon corpse before because, like, yes. when he says, like, I'm a dragon killer, they're all like, yeah, and yeah. I'm the fairy godmother. Like, what's your point? Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, like, there's, like, y- they acknowledge that, yes, people have killed dragons, but typically at the cost of cities. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like that's confirmation for him and also gives him the motivation of, like, when Matthew McConaughey comes back after everything, he goes, like, like, with the castle on fire, it helps solidify his decision of, like, 
no, we're going to go to London and we're going to kill this motherfucker dead. Right. Which I like that they brought back the fact that he spent so much time around, like, the tunnels of London and then brought that into the finale of, like, no, I know my way around London. Yeah. Was, mm-hmm. was nice. Mm-hmm. How deep is that train tunnel, and how has nobody in London yes. ever found that dragon before? Holy shit, yes, that is a deep fucking train tunnel. Yeah. Also, like, was he the only dragon? Because presumably there had to have been at least one female or some eggs that he... I assume it's like an Alduin situation where it's like, now that we've woke the father dragon, all the mom dragons start waking up because guess, yeah. and those the are just dragon in London, force... Maybe. Well, what woke him up? Uh... The boy touching him. Uh, Christian Bale touching him. Yeah. yeah. It was all well, Christian Bale's fault. Christian I mean, like, Bale admittedly, like a magic I assume that that drill machine no, would have hit the he was, he was like, like 20 minutes He was later. petting the wall, which was actually dragon scales. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then it spat and then, in his face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which did nothing. No, he's he's immune to fire. Well, then. It doesn't come up much, but. He's, Im- he's immune to napalm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, like. Uh, like, I'm assuming that was, like, the entrance to an even bigger cave complex, probably under England, filled with fucking dragons, was what I got from it. So now that the way was open and one was woken up, like, he was like, hey, guys, like, the Earth is repopulated. Time to reduce it to ash again. Uh, and if they you all don't do it quick enough, out. I'll eat you. Yeah. Or if you do it too quickly, I'll eat you. One of the two. Yeah. Um yeah, it's interesting that they decided to have a scientific explanation for how they breathe fire, but nobody's like, this is yeah, how they that fly. Was, that was unnecessary. Give me more, like, Matthew McConaughey wielding medieval weapons in <laughs> yes. that 30 seconds, you know? like Man, watching him jump off that tower was just as good the first time. Like, that, that's what why? I didn't want to... That's why I didn't, what I didn't want to spoil for you guys in the opening... Because uh, uh, I'm like, no, they they have to see it. It's so good. It's it was so... okay. It was overhyped. <laughs> yeah, why did he do that? Because he's why, a dragon. Why slayer. did he do that? Because he's a dragon slayer, and he left his gun downstairs for some reason. What? Like, okay, I would have been fine with if he like nicked its cheek on the way in, but it was completely he dropped useless. The axe. He did nothing. Okay, okay. <laughs> the movie did him dirty. The movie should have let him get one good swing in. Sure. But the movie uh, cucked him, and he died. Uh, meaningless death. <laughs> to be honest, I would have actually been really okay with him jumping in, shooting the crossbow bolt, and getting immolated, and him being the hero. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that That would have actually felt totally okay. And I mean, I mean, I guess it would have been a 10 minute shorter movie, but like... Or, or even if they, even if they had like delayed it and then had him like as like a final heroic act be like, I'm going to jump off with his axe and put it right in this dragon's head as he's on like fire or something. And then that yeah. kills the dragon. Like I'd have been like, yeah, cool. So it's kind of weird that every, all, despite all of their efforts, every dragon that is killed is killed by a one tap. So like there no one else's efforts particularly mattered. So it would have been good if he like got to like cut through its wing and like yeah. down it with the axe so then Christian Bale had the opportunity to shoot it, but his yeah. efforts mattered not at all. Yeah. Just like just like the skydiver's ma- uh, efforts mattered not at all. Yeah, and that that's where like if I was to do some changes to this movie, I'd go extend the convoy sequence have it injure the dragon like maybe hurt its sight 
or, you know, something like that. And then uh, uh, moving into the finale, uh, like you were saying, uh, Matthew McConaughey wounds its wing and, like, grounds it and then has set up Christian Bale to do, like, the yeah. final hit. Even, ju- even just, like, getting a good, like, get stuck in its wing with the axe and then it, like, leans in and just rips him off of its wing and eats him. Yeah. Perfect. You know what? I think you're onto something there with the idea of like why didn't why didn't Matthew McConaughey damage its sight? Because if you think about it, they spend a lot of time explaining to us that they have bad sight at twilight. Yes. Right? And the only time that's relevant. Like they don't fight any other dragons at twilight. No. The only time it's relevant is with Daddy Dragon. Mm-hmm. Right? So just take that out. Yeah. And spend Matthew McConaughey's life going like you fu- like tell tell us still tell us that they have really good eyesight, and then go we'll have to blind it, and just have like Matthew McConaughey manage to like shoot it in the eyes or something yeah. like that, and get and get eaten all the same like like that would change like literally hundreds of frames of this movie maybe. Yeah, but it it would have been nice. But like still like I that leap stuck with because i remember watching it when i was a kid and like he jumps off and it's like wow he did absolutely nothing holy (laughs) shit like like that's why it stuck with me of like one of the most meaningless sacrifices i've ever seen on film was him jumping off that tower because it looked so like kid me was like that is so fucking cool and then just gets eaten i'm like "Mm." i love the the very the very good movie cut of seeing him jump one foot and then seeing him three feet away from the tower it's like it's like oh that was not that was not actually well edited um yeah though that was good um did she know that matthew mcconaughey was telling her to be bait or was he because he i think he told her i'll tell you when it's safe to run he he does that a lot. That's oh, basically yeah, yeah. his move is like how many human lives can I get here? I'm sure she's not surprised, but like he did just like trick her into being bait, right? He no, you're absolutely right. Bait. That's that's something that I was thinking too is like and like it seems like Christian Bale understands that yeah. and is like disgusted by it. But like Matthew McConaughey dies before Christian Bale can get to him and be like, it's a real dick move to use to use your pilots as bait. And he goes, like, everybody's bait, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, like, Matthew McConaughey's... Though, like, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I think, though, like, this, if you look at the granularity of what we're nitpicking about this movie, like, this movie was fantastic. Oh, no. Like, across the board, like, all the characters were fun like they didn't sometimes what i find with like disaster and apocalypse movies is characters make dumb decisions that make no fucking sense so that they can push the plot forward zombie movies especially suffer from this uh where it's like oh you're gonna do some stupid fucking thing and then that's gonna cause someone to die so that we can have some drama Uh, with this movie i liked that like all the characters were likable you know, like Matthew McConaughey was probably like the closest thing to a villain in this movie. And even then he was like pretty minor. Yeah, he's kind of more of an antihero. Yeah. And even like those idiots from the village, most of them were like killed. And the movie didn't dwell on their stupidity too much. Like it was just kind of like, wow, look at these fucking morons. Oh, the right? people trying to steal the food. Yeah. So I missed that. Were they trying? They were trying to steal food from other people. They were. No. No, no, no. Okay, so what it was is they're starving. Sure. They were trying to harvest the food early. But they're yeah. told there's maybe so they're a like, dragon So they're like, we here. have food. 
we're starving, we're going to eat it. And Christian Bale was like, you fucking idiots. We have to let this, we have to get this to a point where we can have seeds for next year. And they go uh, like, there's not going to be a next year. Yeah. Okay. So that's why, like, he's like, I'm going to go against boss man's orders, sneak out at night, and I'm getting the fucking food okay. I'm feeding my so kids. So there wasn't yeah. a warning that, like, there's maybe a dragon nearby or this is the time of year. It's just that that just happened to be the icing on the cake of the, yes. uh, yeah. of Christian Bale yeah. saying I told you so which you could, was the exactly icing right. on many of his cakes in this movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> he didn't seem happy about it no it's surprising um uh, yeah I mean every time he was right it, they were coming back he was like if you go out there you'll die and they're like fuck you old man and he goes and they go out there and die and they come back and they're like you're right and so then he's like yeah I'm not happy. like I <laughs> none of the things he would he was right about I think he would be happy to have been right about them. <laughs> yeah, no, th- this, th- yeah, this movie was just like fantastic. Um, like, I don't know, like, I don't like within the genre of monster movies. Like, I don't even feel as mediocre. Like, it was good. It was, yeah. Like, yeah. there's, there's, yeah. there's no real moments where I was like, oh no, this is boring, or like this sucks. Like, all the fights were cool. They were all in different, done in different ways. Like, all the action sequences were unique. They took advantage of like the weird situation they were in like like it was it was just good every dragon was killed because they shot something out of the throat yeah it's it's jaws rules why um, didn't anybody else think of that over the last 12 years well I, I it's not so much that they didn't think of it it just turns out like hitting a mouth on a moving target's really really hard a mouth that's shooting fire also that um hmm. I was kind of medium on this movie, and I don't really know why. I'm enjoying it more in retrospect after discussing it, but I'm definitely not super on this movie, but I can't, I don't have a good reason why, other than maybe I was expecting more dragons. Yeah, or like like sometimes with movies, it's, they hit, they're hitting a specific audience, and if you're not a part of that specific audience, then like, yeah, you're probably not going to have a great time with it. I definitely would have, like, going into this, I would have said, this is, I'm the audience, but. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that if, I don't think that you would say that Ivan is not a part of the demographic who wants to see people shoot helicopters <laughs> at dragons. Yeah. Like. Don't you have a t-shirt that says, I want to see helicopters shoot at dragons? (laughs) Well, yes, I do. Available now on (laughs) store.downloadablezebras.com. This movie came out the same year as Equilibrium. Which is probably the earliest Christian Bale movie I had ever seen. Damn. Because that was kind of... He didn't really do much before that, other than like more... Good year for him. Yeah. And this is three years before Dark Knight. Damn! All of the all of the people in this movie were really good actors, and like mm-hmm. all all of them did a good job. Yeah, like M- McConaughey. <laughs> I was thinking about this, especially toward the end of the movie. Like his performance is like I'm gonna grunt a fucking lot. <laughs> uh huh. Like when he's um in the bus or whatever, and he's like climbing climbing down the bus. It's like every step. He's like grunting two to three times. I was like, like I, I was fine with it. I thought he did a great job, but it was definitely like one of those idiots. Uh, like, he looked like a grunty motherfucker. Yeah. Like, so there's definitely a, a, an interpretation of this movie that is like World War Two, but I think there's also a like traditional Tolkien esque fantasy um, thing happening as well. 
and like you watch Matthew McConaughey become the dwarf of the film over the yeah. you get the human, the elf, and the dwarf. <laughs> yeah, and he like slowly morphs Actually, yeah. dwarfier yeah. and dwarfier. Yeah, I mean the the elf definitely gets. Who's, a okay, wait, wait. Who's the helicopter? Who's the elf? The helicopter. The helicopter. helicopter okay. Okay. Cool. That's what I was thinking. And also. then the farmer. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, like, and you could, like Christian Bale is like Aragon. He needs to take yeah. off his crossbow. And defeat the evil. Wait, yeah. Aragorn? Or are you talking about Aragorn, the young adult novels about dragon oh, killing? Aragorn. I always pronounce it Aragorn. Um, yeah, it turns out, like, there's a lot of good British actors, and you don't have to pay them that much, because they don't <laughs> get a lot of work. Um, that guy you thought was Filch? Yeah. Uh, turns out he is in Harry Potter, but not as Filch. Who is he? <laughs> he he is he is scared man in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One. That's where I recognize him from. Oh, obviously, shit. if if you were a British actor after two thousand, chances are you were in one of those movies. <laughs> well, that or Game of and or Game of Thrones, like yeah. Uh, the I think it's the engine, like the the guy who does the um, water system. He looks like someone from Game of Thrones. I can't remember who. He used to do blast furnaces. Yes. You'll never see me again. Yeah, he doesn't really show up. <laughs> like, he shows up in one or two scenes, but... There's only really five characters with names. Like, technically, a lot of others have names, but those are incredibly ir- irrelevant. Well, they show up in, like, maybe two scenes. I mean, it's a pretty, like, it's a hundred minutes. Like, it's a short movie. Oh, yeah, I guess it was. And, like, it doesn't spend a lot of time on stuff that it doesn't need to spend a lot of time on. Like, all of the things that are, like, this could have been more fleshed out, I'm like, but also, like, would it have helped? And I go, like, I guess a tiny bit, maybe? No, much like 300, I think it's 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 about cinematic sequences that make you go, like, fuck yeah, and yeah. not thinking about them, too. But, like, when he rides out on the horse, it's, like, yeah, yeah like, that's hype, you know? Like, yeah. He's going to go do the thing the motorcycle guy couldn't do. Yeah. 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 Minor thing that, uh, like, 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 minor gripe is how his best friend died. Yeah, that was it, pretty it, cool. It was... Ger- Gerard I, Butler got done real dirty. Did... It, it was meaningless, quick. It didn't really impact the plot of the movie all that much. Like no, Christian Bale it's was just like he had to go sad, do something else, but like not really was sad he? enough. Yeah. Like I was expecting him. He like he runs out like with the the fire extinguisher. Fire comes down the stairs and he's like, well, just like runs back in. Yeah, it's just like. like like I felt like his best friend could have been kept alive, and nothing in this movie would really change because like it's not. The sequence isn't over long enough to mm-hmm. really tug the audience's heartstrings at all. Yeah, or you could like, you could have. Added I think they wanted a reason person. to give it to give leadership to the kid and not to his best friend. Oh, I guess he already yeah, was guess. planning to give it to his, the kid anyway. So, right, right, yeah. but that would have made less sense if his friend was still alive. I, don't know. I feel like the movie could have justified it pretty easily without well, like, killing his best friend. His best friend could have gone with them to the dragon fight. And then they, then at least one other person could have done something meaningful in that fight. <laughs> or even if they wanted mm. an excuse to not send him along to the dragon fight, it's just like, no, I need you to take care of the people here. Like, you're the only bit of leadership other than this kid to, like, be left. And, like, did it even look like he 
tried to close the door. Because, like, the impression that I got from that scene was he saw the fire coming, he turned around, and the door happened to close it from, the, like, like, the, air the expanding air yeah, pressure. Yeah, the air pressure, yeah. Okay, but, like, that... He just did nothing then. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I understand that that's how that would work. But, like, he could have at least, like, had a moment of realization that, like, I'm not getting back through that door in time. And, like, thrown himself against the door. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, because he he gives that, like, look back as the fire's coming in. I thought he was going to try to, like, run through it like a hero for whatever reason. It would have been better than just standing there doe-eyed yeah this movie definitely has a problem with like meaningless sacrifices um that really didn't need to be done well like when the jump guys die i'm like okay they told us that these jump guys die all the time and like they introduce us and we're like these are the three expendables and they're like hi we're expendable and then like two of them hit the ground and we're like okay yeah well and and also (laughs) with those guys it's like the movie wasn't framing them as some kind of heroic sacrifice. Like there's, it's like no. we're we're doing our jobs, and part of our jobs involves we're probably gonna die. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas like with Jump Guy, it was like, or with uh, Matthew McConaughey jumping, he's like, no, I'm gonna take this axe and try to hit this dragon with it. And with his best friend, he's like, I'm gonna take the fire extinguisher and do something. And neither of those pan out. <laughs> and like. This movie could have been three minutes longer, and you could have shown us more of Best Friend, like, going up there and finding some of the other people yeah. and, like, going, like, get them down while we, like, see a longer drawn-out sequence of the dragon getting ready to, like, huff and puff and blow his fire breath everywhere. Yeah, or, like, just don't sacrifice him. I think the movie was done with him. <laughs> and they just wanted him out of the way. I think that you could have made his sacrifice more meaningful by showing yeah. that he traded himself for something. Yes. Which I he traded himself for nothing. Yes. The movie, the movie was done with him after he played Luke Skywalker. <laughs> he added barely anything. He said, why are you doing this? You let these people in here. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. He was the voice of reason. Anger, angry reason. Reason. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he definitely did things after being Luke Skywalker, but... Sorry, White Knight. Yeah. Um, can we make this role-playing game? Like, that would be hype, right? Like... I mean, do we need to make a role-playing game? Like, No, not at all. You just take, like, D&D. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, you like, just take D&D and, and, like, D20 Modern or whatever. Yeah, yeah. basically, that's I'd, it. I'd be down with playing, like, a Reign of Fire campaign. Um, legitimately, yes. Because, like, not to mention, this is already structured like the perfect D&D game. Like, yeah. either we're going to hunker down or we're going to travel. And, like, you could build in some of those, like, hard survivalism elements of, like, okay, you have X amount of food and you eat Y amount of food per day. So, like, as the players, you have to plan what to do. And then, like, the DM just goes, like, and every day I roll a D percentile and there's, like, a 30% chance to get attacked by a dragon. I know uh, Shadow of the Demon Lord has a, like, Mad Max uh, module, which is basically this. But, but yeah, like, like you know, we spent a, about half this episode talking about, like, the problems with this, but I, I think it was Spencer who said it earlier, like, all our issues are pretty minor. It's a B-movie. And, and it's really good. Like, it's a, it's, it's, 
definitely at the top of like the B movie tier. It's not going to, and it didn't win any actual awards for anything. But like, I, I, I feel like it's not campy enough for a B movie. But like, it's mm, a, it's a solid. They're dragons and archangels, and you fight drag. Like that's pretty campy when you're fighting dragons in a helicopter. Maybe we have different definitions uh, of campy. Yeah, I think. Yeah, like, I think basically the the best way I could sum it up is I have a lot of nitpicks for this movie, but none of them mattered. And yeah. even during the movie, I was, like, noticing things to nitpick and then, like, realizing that I did not care about those things. Whereas, like, sometimes I notice things to nitpick and I go, like, fuck, this movie's falling apart for me. This one, I was like, what about this? And they're like, don't worry about that, dragons. And I was just like, okay, dragons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that's exactly how I, I feel, too, about it. It's like, yeah, there was, like a few like minor things where i'm like ah that could have been better or like eh like you know but it was it was good it was, it was really good i really enjoyed watching it start to finish i was never bored with this movie i liked all the actors the set design was good the action sequences were good the cgi holds up like i don't know like what, what more do you want from a dragon killing movie it was pretty fun and apparently i wanted something more and I can't figure out what it is. But yeah, I had a pretty good time. Anyone else have anything else to say, or is it time to go to Tepper's Tops? That's not a new metal intro for Tepper's Tops. What 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 do we do when the movies are on? Tepper's Tops? You keep, no, you keep two eyes on the movie. Why do we oh, do when the movies are on? <laughs> that's not, that wasn't a song. I didn't know where you were going with that. What do you do when the movies are off? You keep one eye on the movie. And what do we do when we see the movies? We sing new metal. Run and don't look back. <laughs> Man, and like, they were like... Okay, everyone ready for your prayer? And I'm like, oh, there's going to be some kind of like a weird new religious movement because of the dragons. And the prayer is like... Run away from dragons. Try not to die it, to dragons. The, 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 yeah. yeah, the prayer is run away from dragons. That's a and it like reminds religion. me of the pirate code where it's like, take what you can and no looking back. <laughs> so, uh, rating this movie, I had a great fucking time. But the top ten, top nine, I should say, some pretty fucking good movies in there. Now, this just might be because we just watched it. But uh, I think the number three slot for this movie. Holy shit, absurd. Holy fuck. (laughs) Big (laughs) moves. Yeah. (laughs) That's Uh, absolutely absurd. That, like, yeah, I don't, yeah, no, I'm not going to say anything, because it's my, it's, it was my pick. Go right ahead. Now, um. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting that's going to start dropping. Next intermission, so here's, here's what I'm thinking. Next intermission, it might drop, I, I need to think about, it will probably drop below War Games in time, as I have more time to think about it. It will almost certainly drop, it will probably drop below Iron Giant as well. But like I, I, I don't feel know. Like, like look into your crystal ball, man. Like so, you, you can make this decision now. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I know. But like, like my thing is, is like I had a great time. I was never bored in the movie. I would definitely watch this movie again. It had a whole bunch of stuff that I like in this movie. I guess like remember your feelings of war games. Yeah. And does this does this make you feel more or less than war games? Yeah, and that's what like I want to have 
a few nights to like sleep on this. Um, and I, I, I yeah, you know what? Actually, put it, put it in the number four slot. Because I, I think War Games is just like a straight up better movie. I mean, I yes. yeah, I love this movie, and I there are so many movies that you put yeah yeah. Uh, I think this movie's amazing, but you blew my mind with that. Yeah, I mean, like Iron Giant's definitely a better movie than this, but whatever. We could we could do this. We could drop it down the list all day. Let's give him a week to decide exactly the number yeah. one movie. I, I I feel like there's a little bit of bias for that, Chris. Being the bringer of the movie and the one enjoying having it so high up. Like no, a- no, it's fine. <laughs> okay, so like in terms of top ten, I definitely think this was better than Sonic. I don't. By a large really? margin. Yeah. Sonic's a way better movie. So mm-hmm. so my feeling is is like I had I definitely had a better time with this movie than Total Recall. Um That's fair. I see that. And like questions of like, okay, is it better than Matilda or the Witches? And I'm like, eh, like it might drop below Iron Giant, but like I said, I want some more time to think about it. Um, I feel like it's better than the Witches, or at least I had a better time with it than the Witches. I would like to briefly complain, noticing that all the movies that I brought are at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably would have put this in the 10 slot. I think that I have better taste in movies than this list represents. You have very few in the bottom, Spencer. I've got, yeah, what do you have I've got Logan's Run down there, Clock Stoppers down there. Yeah, Chitty, and Chitty, Chitty, Chitty Bang, Bang Bang. You only have three. Yeah. And, like, uh, Clock Stoppers isn't a great movie, but I did have fun watching it. Bite your tongue. I mean, it is, ha- <laughs> it is half Spencer's movies are in the bottom. So... Yeah, so Spencer, you're fine. You in the bottom twenty, you appear three times. In the bottom ten, Connor appears six times. You're doing, <laughs> you're doing fine. Yeah, it's 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 true. Connor has uh, a lot of representation down there, uh, especially in the section of movies not even worth watching. Really dominates that section. Ignoring Heather, who has only brought one movie, you are the you are you have the best average rating right now anyways at a 19.5 what yeah yeah holy the shit stats exist like you have you are also on the fewest movies other than single movie bringers but yeah so that definitely skews your numbers but yeah so uh, uh i i think that's enough like ranking stuff for rain of fire right now i f- i feel like at least right now like the lowest it would fall would be maybe eight uh in time but like yeah, this this was a good movie. Yeah, I definitely would have put it at ten of this, given this current list as it sits. I I'll admit, honestly, I was kind of thinking eight. Like I I felt that this was not having seen Matilda or the Witches, right? Like I felt like this fucked more than Total Recall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Is like I like this more than Total Recall, Matilda. I feel like I just overall, I was more engaged with this movie than I, like, like, Matilda had really high highs, but there was definitely, like, a few points where I was, like, eh, on it. Same with The Witches, where, like, I I really liked certain sequences, and part of the reason why I like The Witches so much is I really enjoyed the book. I feel like, yeah, like, I, like, I feel like the only movie, yeah, I feel like the only movie to really rise above Reign of Fire that's below it is, like, The Iron Giant. Yeah, that one's wild to me. 
<laughs> well, and like, and like one thing I try to keep in mind is like, it's so much easier to be excited about a movie you just watched yeah. rather than like yeah. trying to remember one that you watched like weeks ago and you go like, how do these match up? It's like, well, I'm trying to remember how I felt. Basically, I guess, I guess kind of the way that I'm thinking about this is like the Iron Giant, like this movie definitely made me feel. This movie made me feel like, yeah, shoot those dragons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? The Iron Giant also made me feel. It made me feel like, yes, this giant robot does have a heart of gold, but it's also a technically competent film. Yes. Like, it's it's a it's a really good example of film and also a very enjoyable movie. I, yes. I don't think that Reign of Fire is like, I don't think you'd show it in film school. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and that's that's the thing that, well, like I was thinking about is like Iron Giant is just a better made movie. And like Reign of Fire, honestly, is kind of like the McDonald's of movie where you don't go there because it's great yeah. you go there because it knows exactly what it is and it's executed yes. toy well. with my chicken nuggets you might <laughs> yeah you, my might, like, you don't want fucking gourmet chicken nuggets you want to go there and you want to get yeah like i just want this and they go like here it is in a box <laughs> and you're like perfect thanks. yeah yeah so i so i guess like like uh, uh drop rain of fire to the number five slot all right uh you might are there show... any other movies that are that i could try to <laughs> convince temper <laughs> Yeah, no, this is this is why I said, like, we could literally do this all day with every movie, like, argue them up or down. No, but... You gotta but, let the man rank them at some point. No, no, but, but like, these were these were thoughts I was already, like, having. Spencer just uh, 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 spoke them very eloquently and convinced me. Because, like, that was basically what I was thinking of. Like, I really like Rain of Fire. I really like Iron Giant. Iron Giant is just, like, a better main movie. <laughs> yeah. You might show Reign of Fire in a, a, in a film class study on how to not have character sacrifices. Yes. Yes. <laughs> or, like, or like are, do you want to put dragons in your movie? Here's Reign of Fire. This is how you do dragons in your movie. <laughs> I mean, even then, I don't know if... <laughs> I don't, what's a better dragon movie yeah, I don't than know. Reign of I'm Fire? I say... Uh... That's actually a really good point. <laughs> well, it depends what you want mean by better, I guess. Like, uh, whatever the second Hobbit is has the best the best depiction of a dragon I have ever seen. I hate those movies. I've, yeah. I haven't seen the second Welcome Hobbit to... movie. Well, I actually haven't seen any of the Hobbit movies, so like... I haven't oh seen boy. the third one, so... I think those movies actually ended my childhood, um, so... I, th I think it's from the year 2000, Tepper. Have you seen the Dungeons and Dragons movie? I have not. I didn't even realize there was oh, a Dungeons and Dragons movie. Jeremy Irons? There's a lot. No. Oh, boy. <laughs> Buckle your seatbelts, kids. Chris is headed straight for the bottom with his next movie. Uh, uh, but, but like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, what? Like we can't really think of a better dragon movie than Reign of Fire, at least off the top of our heads. Again, like I said, it depends what you mean by better, and, like, my opinion would be Hobbit. I'm not saying it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying the depiction of Dragon is the best I've seen. Uh, but that was also a movie that came out... Oh, sure. Like, like 15 years later, and uh, with a probably t three times the budget that Ring of Fire got. Yeah, but again, like, it, what do you want out of better? Like, obviously it looks yeah, better yeah. because of all of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, bigger budget and all that, but... Anyways... The villain. 
Uh, dragons. dragons? Yeah. yeah, definitely dragons. Like, if, if aliens are the enemies, are the bad guy of aliens, then dragons are the bad guy of Rainfire, yes. would be my argument. Yeah, like, who else would you do? There would be nothing else. They definitely drive the plot of this movie. They, they, yeah, uh, seeing giant dragons hits the certain things in my brain and make me feel good. Um, I guess, uh, put it in the number six slot. Wow. Knocking out Dr. Arliss Lovelace. Those were some pretty fucking dragons. Below Komodo. My yeah. death grip on villain ratings continues. <laughs> yeah, you were, for a little while, it was, it was looking rough, but here you are again with another great, great villain. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, like, it's mainly semantic. I don't know if I would call them great villains. They're great antagonists. Monsters? Yeah. Well, like, yeah, they're really good antagonists. Yeah, which like falls under villains for me. Yeah, that's give it given our limited definition in the form of a list. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I just I agree that they're not particularly villainous. Like you're never like, damn you, dragons! You've you've outsmarted me. <laughs> they're 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 a force of nature. It's like uh, like because um, we've been talking disaster movies recently. It's like day after tomorrow. What's the villain in that? The weather. Ice wolves. Oh, true. Ice wolves I are I can't wait dangerous. until we watch The Core when the villain can be The Core. The Core? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, we had a business dad. We had tunnel business dad. They definitely existed. Yes. He's yeah. not your dad. Her her job was She's the business to be dad. an engineer, but to also hand out beers. And have shown her her child uh, the original Star Wars at least once in his life. I don't think he should be on that construction site. Well, of course not. He's a working class kid in Britain, like they've Boy. ever cared. Boy, they could not have broadcast that anymore. Uh, yeah. It would have been weird to, to their British audience if he wasn't there. They would have been very confused. They're like, "This is this is obviously not. This is obviously a, a fake movie. I can't get." Boys, I, I, there no kids in that dangerous hole. Yeah, they, would, they would have been completely taken out of the movie uh, for its lack of realism. Yeah, so I'll put her because, like, she's business, but she's business to like help him, mm-hmm. and she does like stop working to talk and like. Yeah. Yeah, like so, I put. She's she's gonna be low on this list. Um, I mean, how many of our business dads have died for their children? Not many. I believe the answer is zero. Well, I guess that's not true. There's at the very least a uh, steel riddle business dad. Mm. I guess King Wiley also died. King Willie, my mistake. Yeah. Yeah, so I think um, number 30 slot. Number 30. Because, yeah, she died for her kid and, like, all her business aspects were to help him. Between King Willie and Steel Riddle Business Dad, the two who have also died. And then, yeah, uh, Never in the Glory, we've got a lot of kids to choose from. Yeah, I mean, we could just choose Young Quinn. Oh, true. Yeah, let's just do that. We could also That's choose easy. choose the, uh, his apocalypse son. I'm easy. 
Although I have apparently closed the IMDb page, so I don't know what his son's name was. It was Jared or something. Yeah, I, th- I think it was Jared. I feel like, so, a uh, 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 Carrie Fisher and a bunch of weapons definitely is tilting this uh, thing in her direction. I say Jared just to make this bracket more competitive. Yeah, he can get, like, the rifle and, and the yeah. horse, though, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking, is, like, he has the rifle and the horse. This is getting back to our, like, post-apocalyptic young adult fiction roots. This is good. <laughs> Line. So he is, yeah, he is actually the last person in this bracket. Okay. So, yeah, we now have a new bracket of the chipmunks and the chipettes, punk lesbians, Carrie Fisher and a bunch of guns, Matilda... Uh, David and Jenny, Baby Sonic, and Quim- Young Quinn Ambercrombie. Yeah. Not looking great. I mean, not looking great for a lot of them. <laughs> Young Quinn Ambercrombie didn't have a lot going for him other than getting a partial scholarship to somewhere. So he was sort of smart, I guess. I I thought we were going with... Oh, you want Jared? Yeah, yeah, that's... Okay, I missed that. I didn't oh, hear Oh, okay, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, because we were saying we want to make it actually competitive and, like... Sure. Jared Abercrombie, which technically yeah. didn't take his last name, but whatever. He's... You're not my dad. He was three years old. He probably... He probably named him Jared anyways. I think three-year-olds know their own name. Nah. Not in the middle of a Dragon Blitz. I was just looking at the ratings, and yeah, Chris, you have a crazy death grip on the villain rating. Yeah, I have a type. It's it's real good. It's like no one's even really close. No, I'm in second, but pretty wide but, margin. Yeah, and then Spencer's the best right now. Yeah, he has the best average rating for non-single brings. Yeah. By just a tiny bit. Yeah, wow. I'm pretty close at... Point twenty-five. Almost triple his movies. Uh, Connor's still ahead of Shauna. Jeff hasn't been on for a while, but he's sitting pretty at the Sorry, we're looking at the average Tepper rating? Yes. Yeah. Oh, is lower better? Yes, because higher up. It's right, the average rating right. of your golf movies. Rules, golf rules. Uh, yeah, it's the average position of your movies on the list. So, Obviously, you have like way better performance than I do, Ivan, because you're only trailing me by a quarter point, but you've brought over twice the movies I've brought. Yeah. <laughs> Close, yeah. Closing in on triple movies, yeah. Get that bread. Yeah, that's right. Hey, Tepper, have you ever seen Casablanca? <laughs> I I haven't actually. How about Citizen Kane? I haven't seen Where's Citizen Kane either. <laughs> Citizen Kane was really important to me as a child because <laughs> I thought that it would help me rise in the rankings. <laughs> I mean, do you think it's something that Tepper will appreciate? Because that's what actually matters, Mo- primarily, anyways. The quality of the movie can help, but. All right, how many Holocaust movies can we shove in here? Oh, God. How many of them with dragons in them? Ooh, oh. now we're talking. Dragon Blitz. Oof. 
I, I, there was a series I read in high school by Naomi Novik, who I believe is a Canadian author, and it's um, the Napoleonic Wars, but on dragons instead of ships. Oh my god. Yeah. So I was primed for this, but uh, when's that going to get a movie? Oh, <laughs> uh, if that did get a movie, man, your, your rating would probably go way up unless it was really bad. Because, I mean, like... Like, Aragon movie. God, I hated that shit. Yeah. That was bad. Yeah. Um. Something that just came to mind, like, similar how we have this, like, red do not cross line. Where do you, you don't have to actually come up with it, but where do you think you would put, like, a, I would recommend these to anyone I know line? Ooh, anyone I know. Yeah, because obviously that, Presumably, there's you know very you know more than one person, and they probably have differing opinions. But it's like no, this is just a good movie. Everyone should see it. Uh, Especially now with Rain of Fire that high on the list, I'm curious where this where this lands. Yeah, because like I wouldn't, I I so well. Then we 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 really get into the question of like how are you ranking it, right? Like yeah, are these your favorite movies, oh, or is this supposed to be like? Tepper's Academy Awards, you no, know. That's like, why I was just curious. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if I was to do do like uh, what movies would I recommend to people? This list would be very different. Yeah, because uh, sure. like, because like the Last Unicorn, I really, really like. I would only recommend it to specific people. Oh, like it, it is not a movie for everyone. It really connected to me. I think it's a very beautiful movie, but I think a lot of people would find it too slow. Um, you know, uh, whereas like Ferris Bueller's Day Off is like pretty universal, I'd probably recommend that to anyone. Um, Iron Giant is also like universal, I would recommend that to anyone. Reign of Fire, I'd go like, do you like dragons? Do you like people trying to kill dragons? If yes, here's Reign of Fire. Um, The Witches is another one where it's like, like I don't know, I'd only recommend it to some people. Total Recall, I'd probably recommend to anyone. Um... Sonic, I'd probably just recommend to anyone. Wild Wild West, I'd only recommend to certain people. Really well. like, like, I could go down the whole list, but, yeah, like, yeah. that's, was, that's yeah. kind of the thing, is, like, it, it really depends. Yeah, well, and, like, I'm surprised to hear that you wouldn't, like, you don't feel you would recommend Last Unicorn to just anyone. Yeah. Because, like, cause, cause you had a lot of praise for it, but it is from your position, not just in a general. Yeah, like, and, like, I love that movie a lot and I found like it hit a lot of really great emotional notes for me it had some great tragedy in there it was just very good but it, it's a it's a slow movie which right away a lot of people I'm sure wouldn't be into it it's an animated movie it's got like a couple really slow bits it's not really actiony like there's there's not really much in the way of action happening in it which like yeah like like I I wouldn't be able to just universally recommend it to people Whereas, like, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, I feel like I could recommend that to almost anyone. And at worst, people might, yeah. like, be like, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it's definitely a safe recommendation. Like, yeah. Um, nobody will be, feel insulted for being told that they might enjoy it. Yeah, and, like, I'm sure 90, like, if I recommended it to 100 people, 99 of those people would come back and probably go, like, at worst, say, it was all right. Yeah. Yeah, so I I think that's everything. Yeah. 
You heard it here first. Rain of Fire or better than 80% of other movies. <laughs> Top five of 50. Crazy how many movies we're at now. Yeah, almost. We're getting there. Yeah. It's it's crazy thinking back to when the list was like five, six yeah. movies. Yes, yeah, so there were some strong openers too. Yeah, yeah. Like, like we did... Um, uh, okay. it was like never in the story. Well, I guess we can literally see here. It was no, we can't 100%, but yeah, it was like never in the story. And then I don't think we started ranking until the fourth or fifth movie, though. Yeah, well, we, but like we've retroactively everything is on the list, like, yeah, well, like, and well, and it's crazy too how some have changed position. Like, I remember when I initially watched Rockadoodle, I was like, yeah, this is pretty, this is pretty awesome, and then like afterwards, it was like, mm, you know, what? this wasn't that cool. Uh, Komodo was sitting at the top of the villain list for a while. Uh, Back to the Future was pretty early on. Yep. Fifth Element. Yeah, that was in the second set as well. Some really good stuff. Yeah. Who's got a rating? I rate this movie the one thing worse than Dragons, Americans. I rate this movie four explosive tipped crossbow bolts out of four. Molybdenum, aluminum. Magnesium tipped. Yep. But also C4 some, yeah, also some C4 bolts, in there. 50 foot yeah. range. They don't go far. <laughs> I rate this movie one great leap off a tower out of one. Uh, I rate this movie one male out of hundreds or thousands of, of females. Uh, as always, I've been your host, Ivan. I'm Chris. I'm Spencer. And I'm Tepper. And a special thanks to 8-Bit Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description. Mm-hmm.